Hey, what's up, guys? This is Cordell. You're listening to Steeler Nation. Hello, Steeler Nation, and welcome to your Steeler Nation vidcast, part of the Big Play Network, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. I'm your host, G Striker. Check out mybookie.ag. Use promo code Steeler Nation. Now, I got to find it here first. Where are my banners? There it is. Promo code Steeler Nation, all one word, all caps. To get your chance at a double deposit, you want to lock this week, Steeler Nation. Our entire secondary is hit. Take Buffalo to cover. That's the way we're going to go this week on it. If you want to make money, you can quadruple your money by taking Strikers Bet and getting the double deposit here at mybookie.ag. Hello, Steeler Nation. I hope you guys are doing well. You know, this show is live. If we are on YouTube, if you are on Facebook, you can talk to me directly, like my boy Miles Pressgraves that knows how this stuff works. I'm only here for a little bit, but what's going on with our secondary? Why is Gunner being so bad? Getting to that real soon there, Miles. Always good to have you, my friend. Michael Hall of Fame, we are live! Go striker! Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That's my boy Mike. Robert, welcome to the show. Striker, strike stealers. You got it, Robert. Great to hear from you. Robert, let me know if you're the Robert from Montana because I saw your stuff over there on the, um, on the, who was that one? Oh, crap. Steel, it's Steelers.com when they ask, Ed, Ed, is it Ed Bouchette the questions or is it the other one? Kaboli? Kaboli. Yeah. Ron, how many wins do we get over the next four games? I'd be happy to get one to tell you the truth. If we get two, that's incredible. It depends on when TJ comes back, to tell you the truth. Ron, thank you so much for coming to the show. Uh, Guys, first thing I wanted to talk about, touch a little bit of base about here too. It is the official start of the Kenny Pickett era. You saw my podcast last week, guys. I was calling for it, for being the Jets game. Had to be the first start for Kenny Pickett. Otherwise, we might be one in seven going to the break. Now, we kind of screwed up a little bit here. We should have started him in the game against the Jets. We would have won. We absolutely would have won the game if we started him. Problem was our secondary got really banged up. Toward the end of the game, we couldn't stop anything. Tire starting secondary was gone. And we'll get to that real quickly here as well. But they put Kenny Pickett in a half too late. Sure, he got us a 10-point lead. Defense should have been able to sold it for us. Could have had a bigger lead in the first half with Kenny at the helm. I would have been a little bit more excited for that, though, to tell you the truth. So let's see what you guys got. Sup, Miles and Michael? Yeah, we all know each other. Great to hear from you guys. Yo! D4. Donald, good to have you in the show, man. Steven, welcome to the show. Buckeye State checking in. Thank you, Ohio. Steelers do a good job of owning that state. It's a good thing they don't play the Buckeyes. Otherwise, Ohio wouldn't have a winning team. (laughs) Eric Wade, you don't think the Steelers have a chance at all? Well, I'll tell you one thing, Eric. Honestly, Kenny Pickett is an X factor, absolute X factor. Why? Because there's no film on him. We're going into the game against Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't know who he is. The only thing they know for sure is that when we get in fourth and short or goal line and short or third and short, we finally have a quarterback that can get us that first down. That is the crap that I had a problem with in the Ben Roethlisberger era. We had one of the biggest quarterbacks in the league that never snuck. And every time he snuck, he looked terrible doing it. He looked like he's going to break an ankle. He's like, 
He is the worst sneaking quarterback. Six foot five. Should have gotten first downs easily. He always looked out of place trying to get first downs. Kenny Pickett, he's going to get your first downs with legs. Everybody's covered deep. He's running. He's a smart guy. I'm looking forward to Kenny Pickett moving the football against his defense. The only problem is, Eric, who do we have on defense to be able to, to stop him? Let's go over the secondary right now. Let's go over our injuries. I want to talk about this quickly. Entire secondary, entire starting secondary, go five deep, is on the injury report. Here we go. Witherspoon did not practice with a hamstring. I think he's out for another three to four weeks because the hamstring injury that he had two weeks ago, I said was a four to six week injury. Not expecting Witherspoon back at all. Edmonds did not practice today. He's got a concussion. That hurts. If he didn't practice today, it's going to be difficult for him to get off a concussion protocol in time. He has to practice tomorrow fully, then be then be symptom-free Friday, complete practice on Friday to be taken off of concussion protocol. Right now, he is in limbo. Not sure if he's going to make it. Fitzpatrick did not practice with a knee. And if he's not playing, look out. Our, our best backup safety is still on IR. That's KZ. He's not coming off IR this week. We'll talk about the other one that is, though he is eligible to come off injured reserve with that broken wrist that he got right there in the last preseason game. I'm expecting him back soon, but not this week. Sutton, our Swiss Army knife in the backfield, has a groin and a hammy, but he was limited today. Good to see him at least out on the field. Same thing with Wallace, who is now our starting outside corner since Witherspoon has been hurt. He was limited today with a foot. Hopefully he can project up. Same thing with two of our defensive linemen, Wormley and Hayward, our other keystone player. Both were limited today. Hayward and, and Wormley, both of the ankles, but Hayward was also listed with an elbow. This is an issue, guys. We all know Josh Allen can throw the ball. And you're telling me to be optimistic on us being able to shut him down with a complete backup secondary? Make your money bet against us. Absolutely bet against us this week. Unless Kenny Pickett can find a way to get this offense getting 30, 40 points. That's the only chance we have of winning this game. Absolutely the only chance. Because if you got Hay Hayward banged up, no Watt on the field, the entire secondary whooped and banged up, Allen's going to have a career day. Absolutely career day. Ron! Yes, Kenny! I was very happy for the Kenny Pickett here. I was at the game. He came out on the field. Instant energized crowd. Crowd was just like booing on their back. Ah, oh, here we go again. What was our identity on offense? We were talking about that Robert Timburo last week. Three and out. Three and out. That was our identity on offense until Kenny Pickett got on the freaking field. Now what's our identity? The other team doesn't know what the hell we're doing. That's our identity right now. We got a young quarterback that's hungry for a win, that loves that field, that knows how to move the football up and down that gridiron. Looking forward to what he can do this week, though he has a tough task in Buffalo. And we will be talking. I've got my buddy from the Overdue Bills, Matt. He's going to be joined, joining the show here at the midway of the hour here at 7.30. We're going to ask him some questions directly to Steeler Nation. So get your hold on to your questions about the matchup for 7.30, and we'll start talking to Matt about that too. Miles, I'm scared for Kenny in this upcoming game, but the Steelers win games we aren't supposed to and lose games we are supposed to. Well, 
it is and it isn't a thing. Tomlin wins more than he doesn't. And no other coach can really say that. I mean, we're in a situation now at one and three. It's going to be a tough climb with these next four games, next seven games, being against teams with winning records last year. Alex Kazora did the work. He said, no quarterback since 1950. No quarterback in their first starts. Had to face seven teams that had a winning record the previous season. Interesting stats. Thank you very much, Alex Kazor, for that one. Miles, and it's time to fire Matt Canada. What, what are you talking about, guys? Kenny had no problem. No problem moving the ball up and down the field in the Matt Canada offense. Why? Because he makes decisions. He knows where he's going with the football. He's not afraid to throw that ball downfield, whereas Trubisky was. Trubisky was trying not to turn the ball over. Three and out. That was Trubisky. We were always in third and short. Trubisky couldn't get us the first. That was our identity. Absolutely our identity. Our offensive coordinator got us in third and short consistently. Absolutely consistently. Especially with a new offense, guys. This isn't Ben Roethlisberger out there. Hell, last year with Ben, we were like third and eight every time. This year, we're in third and three, third and two, third and one. What's Trubisky doing? Twiddling his thumbs, throwing out of bounds, running around getting sacked. Come on. Same damn offense. Put in Kenny Pickett. We're moving the ball. Not a Canada problem. Think of it. Kenny can move the ball. Exactly. Thank you, Donald. Appreciate that, Donald. What's up, Robert? We got everybody loving each other here. Thank you. Robert, I'm out. I'm out west. Rad Rob from 90s Pittsburgh Radio Rob doing the left coast and at, but not Montana. Awesome. Awesome. Because I saw like a, a Robert from like Timboro, Montana that asked some questions um, on the asked and answered thing at Steeler Nation, on, on Steelers.com. And I thought it might have been you just because of the way you write your uh, your um, your your name right there. So cool. Thank you for clarifying. Happy to have you on the show. You know that, brother. You absolutely know that. Yes, George OTJ. Other fans, mostly Panthers, laughing at me down in North Carolina. You're rocked through three interceptions in just one half. I say, well, we'll get the last laugh. Exactly. And I'm fine with it. Guys, I'm happy we started the Kenny Pickett era. The Trubisky era was not going to get off the ground, especially facing tougher opponents coming up here these next couple games. We got to get Watt back before this defense can turn around and actually be a difference maker now. Fitzpatrick's got to get back to full health. Hayward's got to get back to full health. Our top three all pros on defense are all hurt. All of them. That's why I'm not optimistic about this game. What I do want to see at this game, improvement on the offensive line, controlling the football on offense, and Kenny Pickett getting into the damn end zone. That's what we have to do to win games. George, Kenny Pickett looks good. A couple rookie mistakes. He's smart and will clean up his play. Well, I'll tell you one thing. Claypool definitely could have helped him out by attacking that football in the air. I don't know what's happened to Claypool these last two years. His rookie season, he was attacking footballs in the air. This past, this past two years, that play down the field, Kenny Pickett gave him a chance to make a play. He stood there, did not jump to the football, and he watched an interception. That is on Claypool. 
absolutely should not have put his rookie quarterback in that position when he had the ability to at least make a play on that football. At least make a play to a point where the defense wasn't going to catch it. He's just like, ah, fell down. He's like, uh-oh, he caught it. Yeah, because he made a play on the ball and you didn't. Claypool, everybody on offense, on high alert. George, DJ, Claypool, Muth. Muth, you know better. You cannot be popping that ball up for easy interceptions. Absolutely not. And a guy like Muth with those hands should not be popping that ball out. Absolutely not. That's on move. Absolutely on move. So, I mean, obviously the bomb at the end of the game, dumb of them to actually try to catch the ball. That actually gave us a chance of getting the football. But somebody called the football. Interesting stat. No balls hit the ground for Kenny Pickett. He completed every single ball that he threw. Three to the defense, the rest to the offense. Absolutely insane stat for his first play. No quarterback starting the first game has ever done that. Ever. Didn't have any, didn't have a single incompletion. That is amazing. That's an amazing stat. What do you guys think about that, Steeler Nation? Miles, Calvin Austin is allowed to practice now or next Wednesday. I'm excited to see him play. He will open up our offense a lot. Dudes like Tyreek. Cannot wait for Austin. Thank you for bringing that up. That's one of my talking points this week. Austin is off of injured reserve. His first day eligible was Monday. Off of injured reserve. Bam. Why? Because Gunner sucks. Gunner's done. Four games, two balls on the ground. Sorry, Gunner. That's the number one job of Steelers returners. Even when we had crappy returners, our returners didn't put the ball on the ground. That's the thing with Steelers. That's your number one job as a kick returner and as a punt returner. Do not put that ball on the ground. Number two, try to make a play. But number one, Gunner has failed on. That's why we're going with Sims this week. Our backup returner, kick returner, punt returner, also backup wide receiver who's been active, inactive for the last four weeks. Gunner will be inactive this week. Steelers are still trying to figure out what they do with Gunner. I was telling you, Steeler Nation, why activate my uh, Calvin Austin when you don't have a spot for him? Now there's a spot for him. I'm like, do you trade him in for Sims? That would be an even trade for Sims. Somebody still has to be inactive. Gunner's going to be inactive now. Now, now we have a three-week window. Austin can practice as much as he wants. If the Steelers want to play him in a game, they have to roster him, which means somebody's coming off the roster. I thought it was going to be Sims. Now, it's going to be Gunner. Gunner's going to be coming off of this roster. And I'm surprised about it. Really, I am. I thought he was going to be better. I like the way he caught the football with Kenny Pickett in the preseason. I like the patterns that he was running and getting open, finding ways to get open in zone defenses. Smart. He's a smart receiver in that respect. He has not been able to build himself up and get on the field in those situations because we haven't had more than three and outs with freaking Trubisky that we haven't been able to start rotating player personnel in and out to try to get some mismatches because we can't even get first downs. Can't even get first downs. Kenny can. That's what I'm looking forward to. And I'm looking forward to the Austin era starting here soon. Edmonds is soft. 
preaching to the choir. Nobody does less with more than Edmonds. That is my take on Edmonds. I say this to the Steeler Nation writers. They hate me. Say it to Alex Kazora. He'd have hated me on it. I'm like, nobody does less with more than Edmonds. The only problem is we didn't have KZ to back him up to be able to take his spot because KZ is still on IR. We don't have Carl Joseph to come in and take his spot because Carl Joseph is lost for the year because he was on IR in the preseason. That is where we're at right now, guys. So now we have freaking who's got Norwood. Norwood's coming in at safety. He's not a banger. We're going to look bad. We're going to look bad this game, guys. You guys are going to be upset at defense. As much as we've been upset at watching the defense the first four games this year, defense lost us the game last week against the Jets. 10-point lead in the fourth. Come on! But with your whole secondary hurt, you can't stop a pass, especially down the middle. We got roasted, roasted down the center of the field because we didn't have any safeties that could play. Sucked. Frustrating as hell. And when you got a better quarterback... Josh Allen, who's an elite quarterback in this league, he's one of the tops. This is a guy that doesn't like to lose. Unless we're finding a way to get sack fumbles or interceptions, we're going to get sliced and diced by Josh Allen, a top three quarterback in this league, on the rise, and nobody wants to win more than that guy. That's why I'm down on the Steelers for this game. Kenny has to do it all by himself. We might have to score 50 to win this game. I can see Buffalo rolling 40 in this game. That's going to be tough. Absolutely tough. Michael Hall, Pickett is the man and hopeful plan with small hands. If something goes wrong, like, oh man, time for a backup plan. Okay, done with my nursery rhymes. Love it. But he wears the gloves. I'm fine with the smaller hands. I got big hands. I'm fine with the smaller hands, Pickett, if you put a glove on it. If you throw it, then you got to put a glove on it. If you throw it, then you got to put a glove on it. I got tiny hands. I don't want to fumble it. If you throw it, then you got to throw a glove on it. Uh-oh. 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 Kenny Pickett, come on. Put a glove on it. <laughs> That's it, George. Andy, welcome to this, back to the show, man. I love that Kenny Pickett is in the two balls that he threw. That wasn't his fault. They were tipped from Claypool. Actually, I, I will argue that Claypool didn't even make a damn play on that ball. Um. And the fault, the tip from Claypool, Pat, catchable footballs, but the Hail Mary, you have to give a 50-50, getting the touchdown or interception. He's not afraid and has convinced where Mitch was scared for his life. But that's what happens when you play the Bears at that time. So you also have to realize, too, the time before when Mitch was on the 40, trying to get the ball to the end zone on the Hail Mary, Ball landed on like the 15. No chance of hitting the end zone. Dude does not have an arm. Kenny, zip. Boom. Back of the end zone. No problem throwing that ball 60 yards in the air. We've got a shot at Hail Mary's with, with uh, Kenny. Absolutely have a shot. Good point, Andy. Miles, this game, NFL young boy Pickens is going to have an insane breakout game. I'm hoping for that. Steven, time for the offense to carry the team. Fingers crossed. Robert, George OTJ, don't let those North Carolina peeps laugh at your Steelers because I have friends who are lifelong Steelers fans that moved in North Carolina, become Panthers fans, and now they're Steelers trade. Oh, oh, they became Panthers fans? That's wrong. K 
Cower moved to North Carolina, and he sure as hell is not a Panthers fan. <laughs> Chloe, welcome to the show. Let's go Steelers. Awesome. Always love having the ladies of Steeler Nation on the show. Let us know your perspectives if you have any questions. I believe. Thank you, George. I want to believe, too. I'm looking forward to the game. I really am. Miles, do you think it's possible Matt Cannibal personally sabotaged Mitch with the play calls to get Kenny in? No. They're the same play calls. Mitch checked it down. Mitch was indecisive. Mitch didn't want to turn the ball over and give his receivers a chance. Mitch threw the ball out of bounds or at a spot where the receivers caught the ball and carried them out of bounds. Never gave his receivers a chance to make a play after the catch. That is Mitch Trubisky. We've already seen Kenny can get a guy in space and watch them make plays. Happened last week. Looking forward to watching it happen again this week. George, I don't think the coaches give Mitch less free reigns. True. Yeah. Be thankful that the Bengals, for that, the Bengals win. Yeah, now they're starting to play. I think they've got the um, the Ravens this week, right, Brian? So that'll be a fun matchup to, to watch. Uh, Robert, Tomlin does not win more than he doesn't with the play in the playoffs, which is only time winning matters because he's not had Cowers coaches and players. Well, of course not. He's a different coach. Actually, he did cow have Cowers coaches for a bit there. Oh, now, now you're saying he's doing it on it. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. It's all good. He, he's still winning without Cowers coaches and players, buddy. He still carried a winning record without Ben Roethlisberger on the roster in 2019. Guy does not suck. He far from sucks. I know you, we all love Cower too. I love Cower too. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely love Cower too. But Cower had his demons as well. And guys, just so you know, coming up pretty soon, we're going to have uh, we're gonna have our, our buddy Matt from the Overdue Bills joining the show. We're going to talk some Bills coming up here at the uh, the bottom of the, uh, the half hour. And I cannot wait to talk with them as well. Still got some of your stuff to go through. Um, Eric, welcome to the show, Eric. The problem with the defense was fatigue. Like you said, nothing but three and outs. Defense had to play 45 out of 60-minute game. But they did have 10 days off, Eric. Those guys should have been well-rested for another 45-minute game. They won that 45-minute game, 15 minutes on offense against Cincinnati. We had a shot in both these past weeks. Defense boned them. Both. Both of them. Rose, welcome to the show. Do we have a chance for a Super Bowl win? A little one, Rose. As a Steeler fan, we are always optimistic, but I am also fine if this is a rebuilding year. We get some lower draft picks. If we're drafting the top 10, I'm not upset. Absolutely not upset. Because we've got some great skill possession players, and we're high enough to be able to get that franchise left tackle. And then move on from there. You can get a center in the next round, starting center. It looks like Kendrick Green's never going to get on the field anymore. So we've got to start building. Ray, now this guy knows what he speaks of and watches the game. Hell yes. Hell yes, Ray. And I was at the stadium. I didn't get my chance to rewatch it. I will. I always try to rewatch it as well before the casts. But this week, I did not have been so busy with work. Love, love football. Love our Steelers. Donald, exactly. Kenny Pickett needs to control the clock and limit the Bills having the ball. That is the only path to a victory this week. That and no turnovers. We have to be plus in the turnover ratio. Maybe some big returns with Sims. Brian, I'm glad Sims get a chance to put something on film. He's ultra talented. Well, he's 
he put out some stuff on film there with the uh, Washington team, whatever the hell they were called from whatever year they played. But he can play in this league. He's shown it. He's going to get his chance to get back out on the field and make some plays this week. Miles, I'm so surprised about Gunner. Really is a letdown. He did so well in the preseason. He did. But given his old team, the football, that pissed me off. Abs- that's the reason why we lost the Patriots game. Absolutely the reason. So when you got your special teams losing games for you, you got to make changes when they're the ones doing the, making the problem. Put two balls on the ground, he's done. Brian, Gunner trade to Tampa. The dude they signed retired. Sure, I'm fine getting something for Gunner. Rather get something than nothing. George, I was thinking shuffle pass and Muth pass as mistakes. Barely too high Muth for the catch. Yeah, definitely. It was a little too high. Brian Mason to New England. I'm fine with trading Mason anytime, guys. If we can get some good draft picks out of him. But Steelers are thinking a third. They want to get a higher draft pick for Mason than what gave up for him. They can get a second or third. He is gone. Fourth, fifth, sixth. Nope. They're looking for a day two pick. Second or third, he's gone. Day three, we'll hang on to him all season. All season. Michael Hall, I feel like all the players are bringing in the free, from free agents from different teams so they can screw us or don't do a damn thing. Gunner and that linebacker who went to KC forgot his name, but you get my point, Striker. Yeah, but we brought in some good players too. I'm happy as hell to have Miles Jack on this team. Cole and Jenkins are starting to play a little bit better on this line. That right side of the line looked definitely good for this past game. We are improving. So looking forward to us continuing that against Buffalo and their good front seven. Donald McAllister, oh, most stellar, sorry. We need perfection. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Robert, the problem with ID with D is fatigue. Then the problem goes beyond just the offense going three and out, but also has to do what should be better condition if they're the highest paid defense in the NSL history. Yes, they need to be well-conditioned with 10 days off. Should have been very well-conditioned. I agree with that completely, Robert. Steven, welcome back to the show. We pulled off, pulled it off against them last year. Kenny got to win this game. Fingers crossed. I know Matt will have something else to say about that, but we'll get his opinion here quickly. Thanks, Ray. There we go. Yep. Robert, if the Steelers defense, the highest-paid defense ever in the history of football and regularly out of condition, handle the conditions of when we had then the head coach is not conditioning them adequately. He's got to force them onto that stair stepper. What the hell they run on? Ellipses. Run around it. Make them do laps. They didn't make them do laps. Every time they make a mistake, do a lap. Run around the stadium every time you screw up. <laughs> Take a lap. Right. Thanks, Donald. <laughs> Ray, put a glove on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I will never stop with some Beyonce. That is one of my jams. I love me some Beyonce. <laughs> Steven Claypool has been very disappointing. He needs to pick it up. Definitely. D has had some good depth too, but getting depleted. Yep. Yep. So here we go, Robert. So the head coach is not giving Kenny Pickett a single rep with the starters all last week. Even rep. Yeah. Even with though, there's a possibility the head coach would put him in means the head coach is incompetent. I was calling for him to be the starter that last week, Robert. That was my only problem with this week was that we didn't start Kenny Pickett. We waited till halftime. He had to come in down, but he got us 10 points up. Defense should have been able to salt that win for us. Absolutely. That's not on the that's not on the on the uh on the coach as much, but I agree with you that he should have been the starter. Absolutely should have been the starter. So now Mike Coleman has established himself both incompetent and inadequate. Yet I'm the only one talking about it, even if I don't like the guy. 
and won him promoted. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> What's up, Striker? What's up, Michael Scott Joyner? Welcome to the show. Guys, now it is time for me to talk about our sponsor. And since we have a new quarterback, we got to make sure we control that football and take care of those balls. Because manscaped.com wants to make sure that you are in control of your own balls. <laughs> I love this crap. Get the platinum package, ladies and gentlemen. The lawnmower trimmer, the weed whacker ear and nose trimmer, ball deodorant, body wash two-in-one shampoo and conditioner, boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all of your ball and member uh, necessities here in one location. Get it all! Manscaped for turning your player into an MVP. And we all know what the P stands for. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Manscaped.com. Promo code SteelerNation. Damn it, I didn't bring down my freaking charging cord and I'm about ready to dump. So I'm going to run upstairs and grab my charging cord, guys. Go check out Manscaped.com. Promo code SteelerNation, all one word. Get 20% off your order. Free shipping. I will be back in 20 seconds with a charge cord so I don't go dead for having my boy Matt join in the show. Be right back. You don't worry about me. I'm a coming. Plug it in. Plug it in. You get it all. The good, the bad, and the ugly on the Steeler Nation vidcast. Because I don't always get as prepared because I'm always doing work for my company. Right before I start a show, I usually only have like 40 minutes to prep. But now I'm ready. And I am ready for my boy Matt to join the show. Matt from the Overdue Bills podcast, friend of mine. I've been happy to grace their show multiple times. I think three years in a row now, Matt. Matt, welcome to the show, Matt. How you been? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, you know, glad glad to be back on. Uh, you know, I'm happy to happy to get on with your with Steeler Nation. Um, you know, talk a little football. I'm happy we get to do this every year. Uh, it's it's becoming a a uh, you know, a, a trend that we're looking, we look forward to every year. We second the schedule came out. We, you know, we had to. Oh, we know we got one week locked in with strike. Right. Sure. So that's, that's always that's always something to look forward to. But man, how are well, you doing? I'm doing well, man. I, I can't complain. But as a Steeler fan, I'm not as doing as well as your Bills, man. And I love <laughs> the makeup of your team this year. It is my pick for the Super Bowl winner this season. Uh -huh. Uh, I'll tell you what I loved even about, um, what was it, uh, two weeks ago, you guys lost your first game of the year. Yeah. I'll tell you what I love the most about that loss, Matt. Your offensive coordinator going absolutely ballistic. Absolutely, man. In the freaking, there's a moth flying around right now, guys. So if something's attacking the camera, it's the moth. But <laughs> he went absolutely ballistic. I love that he was like destroying everything. And somebody was smart enough to like put their hand over and like be like, don't look, don't look at that. <laughs> cause that, cause that is how every single fan feels. 
yes. at that moment. I mean, you guys were in a position to win the game. Obviously, it was a hard-fought game. I completely understand, especially running out of time. Really yeah. absolutely sucked in that situation. But as a fan, you've got to love that your coaches care about winning as much as you do. Absolutely, man. And that's what I took out of that same scenario. Uh, you know, I, I was fight. I was more fired up for that, uh, you know, than than anything else. You know, see, seeing how uh, how how that game transpired, and then you look at the box score, and it's just like, how did we right. how did we lose this game when right. Josh Allen throws the ball sixty three oh. times? That doesn't make right. sense. If if you told me that would happen, you know, nine times out of ten, I would tell you you're a fool. But uh, yeah, that, that was that was a, definitely a great great point going into the next week. Gave I think it gave the guys some more energy too. Yeah, and I've been telling Steeler Nation too, if we you ever have to put a lock and make some money on a game, bet against the Steelers this week. You guys are meeting <laughs> us at the right time. Yeah. Brand new quarterback, rookie quarterback, and you're going against our entire secondary is banged up, five deep. We, we're missing. Um, I think uh, Edmonds, who's our starting strong safety, didn't practice with a concussion. Um, we had Fitzpatrick, who's all world, didn't practice with a knee. Witherspoon's already been out for two weeks with a hamstring. He's not coming back anytime soon. His backup, Levi Wall Wallace, was limited today with a foot. And then Sutton, who's our Swiss Army knife, comes in and plays the outside normally. Shut, shut Comes down inside the slot sometimes. He's out with a groin and a hammy. But he was limited today. Might be able to work his way back. But also seeing Hayward on the practice on the uh, as limited today with an ankle and an elbow, you guys are seeing us without Watt. You guys might see us without Fitzpatrick, and Hayward might be banged up. This is the best situation that a Bills, a, a, a you know, a, an incredible Bills passing offense should be licking their chops going up against the Steelers this weekend. Yeah, so I mean, on the flip side of that, though. Um... This is a time that we're, you know, it seems like our, our injury report is who's not on it. Um, you know, it's uh, we, we you know, our, our wide receiver room, you mentioned the the corners and, and the, the secondary banged up. Our, our wide receiver room really hasn't been whole since week one. We have uh, Gabe Davis. We talked about it. Uh, should should the Bills kind of shut him down a couple games? Because he, did, he doesn't look like himself out there. He's coming off that that incredible playoff run that four touchdowns in that Chiefs game and having a good start to the season, got got hurt, and he just hasn't really looked like himself. Uh, Jamison Crowder broke his ankle last week. Uh, you know, we have Isaiah McKenzie yeah, went yeah, out in the yeah. first half wow, uh, wow. in, in the concussion wow. protocol. Uh, mm -hmm. Stephon Diggs, the Miami game, everybody was going out cramping. Stephon Diggs has been our, 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 uh, our leader and our shining light in that receiver room. But it's it's really just him for now uh, that that you can really pen, uh, write and pen in that lineup. We have uh, Khalil Shakir, uh, who's the the rookie we drafted in the fifth round, who a lot of GMs were were highly were saying that it was one of the steals of the draft getting him in that spot. Um, he he shows some flashes of what he can do for this offense if he gets on the field. Uh, so he'll he'll get an opportunity this week along with uh, possibly Isaiah Hodgins. So we'll see some new faces out there this week against a uh, possibly banged up secondary for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you there. I, some Steeler fans are more optimistic than I are. Hey, striker. Remember this post book it Steelers, 27 bills, 24 picket will ball out. Hey, <laughs> I, I, hey, that's optimistic. <clears throat> optimistic. Uh, Michael wants to know what happened to Gunner. He was looking promising, you know, Gunner, cause you used to face him in new England. Gunner's yep. put the ball on the, on the ground twice in four games. 
He has been benched. Sims is now our returner. He's our backup. He's been inactive all season. We've been carrying uh, six wide receivers on the roster with Sims being inactive. Sims will now be active. Gunner will be inactive this week. So that'll be an interesting move. Not sure if you knew that. Janet's happy to see Kenny Pickett coming up. Matt's saying too. Um, different Matt, not you. <laughs> Pickett to Pickens is going to be the next Ben to AB of the past. One game alone and only a half. And Pickens had six catches for 106 yards. And that was a big point too that we were talking about, Matt. At least it's something I wanted to mention on the show. Mm -hmm. Steelers had not had a 100-yard receiver until we put Kenny Pickens in the game. That's he crazy. finally started getting the ball down the field, got some deep pad. George made one catch and run too, where he's showing he can make some plays down the center of the field. That's yeah. the stuff I was looking forward to starting about this offense because we do have skill position players. I like Claypool. I like George Pickens. I love DJ. I love Friar Muth. And I love Najee Harris. I mean, we've got skill position players all over the front for this team. And we still have like, we have Claypool backing up. We have Boykin backing up. We have Sims now that's going to be coming in as well. So, these are at least – it's going to be interesting to see if Kenny Pickett can deliver the ball to these players to start getting some – moving the football down the field against your defense. But you've got a strong front seven. I mean, we see Oliver now playing a much better this season. Yeah. Um, talk about your team and the front seven, who the Steelers have to look out for, and especially Kenny Pickett in general. Who's he going to be running from this week? Well, uh, you know, we – so Ed Oliver, actually, he was out the last couple weeks. Uh, mm. So he he was limited in practice today. He's uh, he's up in the air whether he'll be back. But oh. Leslie Frazier does so well at rotating guys in that uh, the guys that we have uh, in, in place of him, they, they kind of aren't missing a beat. Uh, yeah. We have, uh, you know, Brandon Bryant played very well last week. He actually, on that, that, last, uh, in that last drive where we stopped Dobbins on the goal line, he was the – he was the space eater to allow uh, Matt Milano and uh, you know the brother of your Edmonds, Tremaine Edmonds, right, right, uh, to, the better brother, the, the one with talent, yes, yes, <laughs> <laughs> to come up and, and, and you know make the uh, make the tackles, right? So right, right. Uh, so, but but uh, the key guy you want to look out for this uh, this week, who's been playing very well with the playing on the other side of Von Miller, is Gregory Rousseau. In mm. the second year, he's already got three and a half sacks. Uh, you know, Vaughn's drawing a lot of attention, and he's young, very athletic, six eight guy. You know, they call him Groot. He uh, he, <laughs> he gets he gets back there. He's a very good run defender. So you know, Najee Najee's going to have some trouble too. So that that's a guy you definitely want to look look out for in that front seven for sure. Yeah, and our offensive line has been improving. We looked like dog shit the first two weeks of the season, <laughs> steadily improving at least in the weeks three and four. Those. Tackles for losses, zero one-yard gains on offense started turning into three, four, five, six-yard gains. So yeah. we're starting to see it. But this is going to be a real test for us against a legitimate front seven. I yeah. forgot you had Vaughn Miller, and that guy is a difference maker too. So <laughs> congratulations there on that respect for landing him. Absolutely. <laughs> and congrats, congratulations, Michael Hall, for getting your uh, Kenny Pickett jersey right there for your birthday. At least you get to wear it for yeah. his first start. That's, That's awesome. absolutely awesome. And you're right too, Michael Hall. Claypool needs to tap into his rookie season or Notre Dame Claypool. Absolutely. Jennifer, think we can pull off a win against Buffalo? We have to play perfect, Jennifer. Absolutely perfect to win a game this weekend. And Buffalo has to make mistakes. 
We have to have their offensive coordinator throwing the tablet and busting it in the, uh, the, <laughs> the press box for us to get a chance to win this game. I'm not optimistic, but I am excited to see the start of the Kenny Pickett era, what he can do against a legitimate defense, and how we can move the football against this defense. Because they're going to have an easier time throwing against our defense that is completely banged up without Watt, might yeah. be without Fitzpatrick. Might be without the rest of the secondary. Who knows who's going to play? Who's going to limp out there to try to defend passes down the field against <laughs> one of the top elite throwers in the NFL? It's going to be interesting to watch. And Janelle, Absolutely. excited about Kenny Pickett getting to start on Sunday. About damn time. Let's talk about just a second here about your um, your running game. How has it improved this season? What do you like about it? I know it's a, a lot of it is also based on Josh Allen's ability to move yeah. the football with his legs as well. So is there a little bit more balance this year, whereas last year it was a little bit more of the Josh Allen show? So, you know, it, it actually, the for the start of the season, it, it still really is the, the Josh Allen show. I think I saw a stat uh, yesterday that Josh Allen is – Literally 100, he accounts for 100% of our scoring, whether that's through the air or through the ground. Wow. He's getting the rushing touchdowns. Yes, he's getting all the rushing touchdowns and he's throwing for the rest of them. So I, wow. to, to go on that, the running, the, I mean, we're, we're not running the ball as much and Josh is still getting those eight to 10 carries in a game at, mm-hmm. and being the leading rusher, being the leading carrier. So it's not that much more balanced than it has been in, uh, you know, in the years where we couldn't throw the football for sure. So to that, to that aspect of it, no, it really hasn't. But Josh is such a good player, such a good escape artist, uh, you know, able to, able to throw the ball around and and make play after play after play that it kind of has a, if it isn't broke, don't fix it mentality here in Buffalo to start the season, at least what we've been seeing so far. And Steeler fans too. I mean, we're starting to see this Kenny Pickett era to also be, Two touchdowns on the ground already for Kenny Pickett. Hasn't thrown one yet. Yeah. I think they robbed us of one in the back of the end zone, which I do think Deontay Johnson should have been credited with that touchdown because if they ruled it the other way, there was no way they were pulling that one off the board. But still doing a good job of getting that ball in the end zone with his legs as well. Um, But as a Steeler fan and Steeler fans in general, guys, Steeler Nation, watching Josh Allen reminds me a ton of a young Ben Roethlisberger but actually a young Ben Roethlisberger that was a better runner. I think he's accurate as hell. He has that strong arm, can get those sideline passes with zip so they're not going to be turned over and can throw that ball down the field on a line 60 yards with no problem. That's why I love watching Josh Allen, honestly, Matt. And he's like one of my favorite players to watch. That Hell, that game against uh, Kansas City last year, which we haven't had a a chance to talk yet on the air, about yeah. that. That is the single greatest game I've ever seen. And I'm a Steeler fan. That <laughs> Kansas City Buffalo game back and forth every possession. That was yeah. absolutely an amazing game. And if not for the worst overtime rules in professional sports, <laughs> I mean, that game would have con- continued to go on. I mean, yeah, it, it <laughs> I, I just like went. Uh, so it would have been like the Syracuse UConn game, you know, the, the six <laughs> overtime. We're, we're up, we're up for hours watching right. the thing for sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> Michael, Michael Hall, uh, we, sh- we shouldn't have won against Buffalo last year, but it is what it don't, what it is. Don't hate me. Of course I don't hate you. Yeah. Any given Sunday, any yeah. given Sunday, something yeah. can happen. And so now your backup is not Mitchell Trubisky. No. Who is your backup now? 
Our backup, we have uh, Case Keenum and then Matt oh, Barkley yeah. still in the building. He's on the practice <laughs> squad. <laughs> we know uh, those then, two guys. Yeah, they've yep. been in the league for a bit. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still in the building. But Case Keenum is the immediate backup right now. Uh, okay. So, yeah, we lo- lost Mitch but picked up Case. So, you know, I, I'm sure uh, Bills fans and Steelers fans are, aren't really feeling uh, that we lost out on much on, on, <laughs> on that scenario at all. Right, right. And, and, and Matt, um, you know, since we know Josh Allen is a big part of the running game as well, are mm-hmm. you concerned as a Bills fan the same way that Buffalo or sorry, Baltimore fans are concerned with Lamar Jackson as their primary runner? That are you worried about him getting hurt trying to run the football in certain situations, or is he doing a good job of getting out of bounds and not taking hits? Uh, he's, I mean, that we, we kind of, you, you were in like a, a bad scenario with that because obviously you love to see him run the ball. You love to see him make these plays, but Josh isn't the kind of guy him and him and Lamar are two do- totally different body types too. Like Josh is right, right. six, yeah. six, two sixty. He's yeah. <laughs> he wants to run the ball like a fullback. He's, he doesn't take those, those <laughs> he, he's starting to more and more take the slides and things like that. But man, right. if, if you're on the sidelines, he's not, he's not taking the easy out. That's for sure. He, he should. I mean, I think he's been on. I think he's been the uh, on been on angry runs the most as a quarterback. Uh, I think he got it like three times in his career. So that's uh that's kind of a little bit of a testament to show how he how he doesn't want to go down. He throws that stiff arm out, does whatever he can, lays his body on the line to get those yards. So we definitely are. I I lose myself. I get a little nervous uh, when he takes some crazy hits, or you see him take like hits to the knee, and you're like ah. All right, he's up. He's up. He's up. Running around, we're good. That's uh for sure. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Hey, Matt, thank you very much for joining us on the show, yeah. giving us some insight and some excellent fan insight. You know, I'm a big friend of the Overdue Bills. Can't wait to be yeah. on your show as well. Yeah. Shoot me a text. Let me know when we can get to get over there, and I'll let Steeler Nation know uh, when I get to join your show because we always have a good time uh, <laughs> chatting around and, and and just poking fun at each other. But uh, we we definitely are are two sister franchises that aren't far apart from each other that respect the hell out of each other. And always good to have you on the show, Matt. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me on. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, t- we, we get a good game out of Sunday, just like, you know, the, the opener for us last year. It ended up being a good game, even though we lost. It was yeah. a great game till the end. Hey, you guys made it farther in the playoffs than we did. So that's what you got to hang your hat on. So tell Steeler Nation your social media, how they can check out your show as well, especially with me being on it this week. Yeah, so uh, you know you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're uh, Overdue Bills Podcast uh, on Twitter. We're the Overdue Bills PO One. Uh, you can find us on there. We are a part of also the Buffalo fan base family now. So you can we, nice. we go we stream on that platform on Twitter as well. So you can check that out. Um, they you know they do a lot of good thing with a lot of good things with the twenty six shirts where they uh, you know all their shirt sales it goes to uh, you know very deserving charities and people they they do a really good job with that so we're glad to be a part of them you could find us there uh you know a couple days a week well thank you so much matt i appreciate that and i will hopefully be talking to you soon and jumping on your show even sooner and you know your brother from another uh from a sister (laughs) city here not far away good luck this week as i always like to say we all want our teams to win may the game go be over quickly and may they be zero injuries. So enjoy the game, my friend. Thank you, man. See you later. No worries. Talk to you soon, bro. Bye-bye. 
And Stealing Nation, I know you guys are still talking. Thank you. Keep coming in uh, because I'm trying to get back here to you. Uh, trying to see where I was, le where I left off here, where I want to jump in. Robert, if the Steelers got a couple extra high draft, first round draft picks and get a better in-game head coach, we're winning Super Bowls again with Kenny equals Lombardi's. Here's an interesting thing too here, uh, Robert. I've started kind of like um, looking at who's winning Super Bowls when they're winning Super Bowls, other than Tom Brady and uh, Peyton Manning at the end of his career. The quarterbacks that are winning Super Bowls are the quarterbacks in their rookie contracts. Happens with Mahomes. Um, Stafford, of course, won one off of a free agent contract, of course, last year. But these young quarterbacks are the ones that are starting to come up because they don't have to pay that. They, they, they can afford to pay the rest of their team since the quarterback is on their rookie salary. We're going to have that window for the next five years. With Kenny Pickett, he's a first-round draft pick. We get a fifth-year option on him as well. Probably going to have to spend around 25 to 30 mil for his first round for his option by the time he's around to go, but still will be cheap because quarterbacks by five years from now are going to be making 60 mil a year. That's how it's going to go, guys. Absolutely how it's going to go. But good point. Got to get some higher draft picks to get us some better offensive linemen. And we start getting a, a stud left tackle, second round, get a stud center. It's going to be a 10-year center because, I'm sorry, Green didn't work out. He did not. We can supplement guards. Chooks is playing very well. Guards you can find in free agency. But the center and the two wings playing left and right tackle, those guys you got to draft. Absolutely got to draft. Michael Hall, we shouldn't have won against – oh, we, we did talk about that. Kenny, Kenny Colton, welcome to the show, man. Love you, my brother. Guys, got to check out our great, great um, Twitter spaces at Steeler Nation uh, on Twitter. And those are usually on Mondays, I believe, at 7. Colton is our host over there. Always love talking with Colton. Had him on the show, had him on the draft show, had him on podcasts before. Always a good follow for Steeler Nation. Make sure you're following Colton Gesser as well. Great takes as well. I love me some Colton Gesser takes. Michael Hall, can we get an O-line just for one game, please? We're improving. Michael Hall, we are improving. And at least Kenny Pickett can make quick decisions. So as long as he's not fooled, we are making some quick decisions. And Robert, P.S. reading my typo above, I do like Mike Tomlin as being part of the Steelers as team president. And can even give some some interviews. Can interact with some players just as much. Well, the players freaking love him. And that's why they run through brick walls for that guy. Clinton! Welcome to the show, Clinton. Pickensburg. Pick it to Pickens. Love it. Sell that shirt. Our two tight ends are studs and need to be used more, even though they're not sexy like our other O-weapons. No striker. Cam's little brother is not a tight end. And he's in each pack, for goodness sake. I hear what you're saying. But he can make plays. And I, I love some Gentry. Gentry ripped off the biggest tight end play of the year on that tight end screen. Muth, as long as he's not tipping balls to the other team, want to see him get more targets. Absolutely more targets. Little Hayward is an H-back. <laughs> he, could, he, could, he can slot, slap back and slot out of the tight end spot too. We're going to see him at slot. We're going to see him at tight end. Going to see him at fullback. Definitely see him on special teams. George, I've been waiting for more two tight ends. I Yeah. Our, like we haven't had a good second tight end since Spath. I mean, uh, Jesse James was pretty good too behind whoever the hell, hell we had ahead of him that year. Jeez. Who's uh, the other? Oh, McDonald. Yeah. Vance McDonald. 
who was a, a good, serviceable tight end. Had that one 94-yard play against Tampa Bay where he faked a guy, freaking stiff-armed him out of an ACL. Guy was a monster, but he wasn't a consistent playmaker. Muth can be a consistent playmaker. Big catch down the center right there to the goal line. That was all Muth. Absolutely. That's a, that was a Heath Miller play, guys. Making those tough catches on the sideline to, to extend the, the chains, making those tough catches in the center to turn third downs into first downs. That was Heath Miller. Now it's Muth. And the Muth, picket to Muth is going to start. That's the era now, guys. Absolutely is. Missy Leal, pay me $60 million to be WB. Is that a wingback? <laughs> Western Berlin. I'm not sure what WB stands for there, Missy. Missy, are you, are you are you related to our Leal on the defensive line, our rookie? I like to think that you are because he's coming along nicely. So nicely that we have a rookie active and our rookie from the previous year in Loudermilk has been inactive all season. And Leal's been showing up with pressures, been showing up, hitting some quarterbacks. And that would be it. Yeah, quarterback. Okay, QB. Thank you for correcting me on that one, Missy. Oh, you are. That's awesome. That, well, welcome to the show. We love friends and family of our players. Um, what is your rel relation then to Leal uh, on the team? Um, Steeler Nation, I know, would be very interested to know. We love him. Absolutely love him, especially him supplanting um, Loudermilk so quickly when Loudermilk was making plays for us last year. I was very pleasantly surprised by that and continue to be surprised by as well as he's playing right now. Magnet 20, welcome back to the show, my friend. If the offense can extend some drives, then with Kenny, the D will play better throughout the whole game, I hope. Well, our problem this week is we don't know who's playing. Is Hayward going to be 100%? Probably not. Is Fitzpatrick going to play? Right now, he's not. Hopefully. If he gets on the field, will he be 100%? Nope, he won't. Edmonds. Finally hurt for the first time in his career. We have no backups. The ones we got in free agency, Carl Joseph out for the year on IR. The other one, KZ, he's eligible to come back right now, but with that elbow, I'm expecting him another two weeks. Another two weeks for KZ. We'll have to see. But that's who we needed in there to show somebody can make a difference if Edmonds can't go. And then, of course, all of our three deep, all three of our outside corner guys, Sutton. Witherspoon's definitely out. Sutton's banged up. Wallace is banged up. This is not going to be a good matchup, guys. Absolutely not going to be a good matchup this week. And it's going to be my pick this week of being the largest margin of victory for another team. Absolutely is. Yep. James got robbed. James got robbed. I'm forgetting which James are we talking about here. And how were they robbed? James, James. Jesse James? Are we talking about Jesse James? If you are, yes. Yes, that was it. Just the last name. That's great, Missy. <laughs> Love that, Messi. That's great. That's great. <laughs> but you've got to get a layout jersey now. That See, that's the cool thing about somebody having your last name on a football team that you love. Get the jersey. I, there's, there'd be no, if somebody had a striker, if a striker ever plays for the Steelers, I would get the jersey. They'd have to be a punter or a kicker. <laughs> because there's no way we're we're playing. I was a wide receiver, to tell you the truth. Uh, when I played flag, I was a center because centers were eligible. It was a mismatch. I'm a wide receiver that can snap a football. Um, in the league, I don't expect any of the strikers 
coming in because they're all built like punters. <laughs> well, it's, I say we're built like punters until Presley Harvin got in the league and show the punters are now built like linemen. <laughs> George, D needs to get healthy and we'll be fine this year. I have still do want at least a couple high draft offensive line dudes. Next year has to be the offensive line draft. Absolutely. There's, there's no question. Maybe get a high cent, strong safety because we still don't have a, st- a starting strong safety. Edmonds is a placeholder. He's been a placeholder now for going on five years. I like KZ. He can't get on the field. I like Joseph. He can't get on the field. They're hurt. So, yeah. Yes, Jesse Jen, and I completely agree with that. Yeah, he was robbed. Absolutely robbed. Robert Pickett to Pickens is more like Bradshaw the Swan than it is anything like Ben to AB style-wise. I will agree with that assessment. AB is the stalwart. He's the guy that's going to get the targets. He's going to do the make the tough catches to keep the ball, the chains moving, like Heinz Ward as well. Pickett to Pickens is more down the field, like Bradshaw to Swan. Perfectly executed. Understand that completely. Bradshaw was known for his, the as the Bond Bomber. And just took at, just look at Pickett's blonde mullet, and they both can throw a deep ball. And whether or not it's perfect pass, a guy like Swan or Pickens makes it happen. Yes, some some of the best, most iconic catches of Lynn Swan. Robert, he's got a man draped on him. The levitation catch against Dallas, tipped it to himself, kept hanging, caught it out of the air. Iconic. Iconic play. Absolutely beautiful play. Well said. Ben to AB, Ben to AB comparison would be like Deontay Johnson has much more AB style than anything Pickens does really. Exactly. That's going to be your Ben to AB comparison will be Pickens to DJ. Because that's his go-to receiver now. He might get some down. Now we're at least throwing down the ball down the field. When we had Ben, we weren't throwing it down the field. When we had Mitchell Trubisky, we did not throw the ball down the field. Unless it was on the sideline. Both of them. Ben would only throw down the ball down the field on the sideline. Now the whole field is wide open for Pickens. Absolutely wide open. Love it. And the only other quarterback I'm I'm confident on this roster, Rudolph. He threw the ball down the middle of the field. The only time we saw it all season last year was when he started for Detroit. Put us in position to win that game with those downfield plays. Guys, we're at the end of the show. I'm going to be going through the end reads. If you guys want to have the last word, it is your show. Please type it in. It's your last chance. And I will ha- start going through everything. But check out tail, t- Terrible Tailgate next time we're in town. We had Cordell Stewart last week. I got a Cordell Stewart signed picture courtesy of our photographer and um, the Terrible Tailgate itself and Steeler Nation. Um, he was more than, than happy to sign anything we had on site. Really a great dude. Uh, you've got to come to the Terrible Tailgates here, sponsored by Steeler Nation as well, to be part of this fun stuff going on that we have. Check out mybookie.ag, guys. Make sure you're using that promo code for us. Ha, Steeler Nation, all one word, all caps, to get your double deposit. I'm going to be tripling up here against the Steelers this week. Don't see us winning. See us losing big. Sorry, guys. I know our team well, and I'm just not feeling confident going up against a juggernaut like the Buffalo Bills that knows how to win the season is and is hungry to win each week. Um, also make sure you check out our other 
sponsor manscape.com taking care of our bowls like Najee Harris making sure they don't touch the ground or get all dirtied up promo code Steeler Nation 20% off your order free shipping for all your ball needs manscape.com make sure to check out our sponsor total sports enterprises over at tse.com they're selling stuff every week they're giving away signed jerseys every week follow them on twitter at total sports ent make sure you come over to steelernation.com for all of our steeler focused articles tweet us at steeler nation instagram us at steelernation.com follow the podcast on twitter at underscore sn podcast or follow me at Steeler Nation Striker, at SN Striker, on Instagram, on Twitter, on the tickety talk. That is how you find me. <laughs> One of these days, I'll be high enough where this vidcast and podcast will be simulcast on TikTok as well. So make sure you're following me over there so we can do that. Make some fun with that. Thanks for joining us for the Steeler Nation vidcast, sponsored by Total Sports Enterprises. Going to you, Steeler Nation, for the last ones out. But Pickens is a once-in-a-generation thing like Lynn Swan, where they, if they can get their fingers on it, you expect them to come down with it no matter what, even a little more than A.B. That's an, that's, that's an interesting take, and I like that take, Robert. I'm optimistic about him as well. Uh, thanks for the chat, my friend. Anytime, Magnum. Always good to hear from you as well. Oh, missed your one up here. Sorry, Michael Hall. You heard it here first, folks. 2023 Pittsburgh Steelers draft is based on O-line. Take that, Kaipa. With that Charlie Sheen account, Dracula, big forehead of yours, big enough to solve math problems on it, like a whiteboard. I <laughs> love it. Michael Hall of Fame coming through in the clinch as always, man. Rack them up. <laughs> and last one for Michael, 35-14, Buffalo threw up a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a, that's a tough one to call. That's about what I'm seeing too, but. I will be happy to be wrong, Steeler Nation. A lot of you guys, when I'm wrong, you're like, you're wrong, striker. I don't care. I'm happy to be wrong. I have opinions. I, I don't, I didn't give birth to my opinions. I just have opinions. It's things I see. I'd love to be wrong about this. <laughs> so that's all the time we have, guys, on the Steeler Nation vidcast, part of the Big Play Network. I'm your host, G Striker. Rooting along with you, as always, along with Michael Hall and Robert Tamburo. Go Steelers!